Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find me at lifecoachdavid.com. And I've been talking recently about the book, My Favorite Law of Attraction Quotes, which I hope to get to more of those today. But first, I thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit about the history of the Law of Attraction. You know, we're all into it. We all resonate with it. But what about the history? Like, how far back does it really go when people first started thinking about the concept of like energy attracts like energy? So, according, I'm going to read this from a website I found. According to the leading Law of Attraction authors, the Law of Attraction has always existed since the thought emerged and the concept manifests even in some religious beliefs. And this is a quote from Buddha. All that we are is the result of what we have thought. The mind is everything. What we think we become. And that's a quote from Buddha. So that's right on Buddha. You got it. And then it continues on. Hinduism and even Christianity also rely in some ways on the principle of what we think we become, and our thoughts create our reality. The Hindu concept of karma states that whatever you say or do, good or bad, will eventually return to you. And the version found in the Bible says, Whatsoever a man soweth, he shall also reap. Translated to the Law of Attraction language, this means that if you send out positive thoughts and emotions, you will receive positiveness. And the other way around, bad actions are the result of bad intentions and bad thoughts, and they attract more of the same for you. So yeah, that's also like energy. Obviously, if we're happy and keeping ourselves at a high vibration, then we're going to attract high vibration circumstances and experiences and people into our lives. As the same is in reverse, if we're constantly focused on more negative things, keeping ourselves at a lower vibration, we're going to attract those type of situations. And then this article goes on to say, early writings. Now these are the concepts where the law of attraction isn't expressively mentioned, but which share some of the main points with it. The first mention of the concept as we know it today, date from the 19th century and a man called Thomas Troward the author who strongly influenced the New Thought movement. He claimed, quote, Thought precedes physical form, and the action of mind plants that nucleus which, if allowed to grow undisturbed, will eventually attract to itself all the conditions necessary for its manifestation in outward visible form, end quote. Go Thomas, yes. And it continues on, other New Thought authors have expanded on this concept. James Allen and his wife Lily, with their series of books and articles published between 1901 through 1912, most famous of which is As a Man Thinketh, I'm sorry, As a Man Thinketh, <laughs> that's a little bit of a tongue twister, then William Walker Atkinson, who actually used the term Law of Attraction in the title of his book, Thought Vibration, or the Law of Attraction in the Thought World, where he stated that like attracts like. Wow, that's amazing. The first known usage of the term 
dates from 1877 in the Book of Esoteric Mysteries written by Helena Blowatsky. Another influential author of the New Thought Movement was Wallace Waddles with his book, The Science of Getting Rich, a down-to-earth practical guide to becoming rich. He was one of the authors who put the New Thought principles into practice in his own life. His personal practice centered on creative visualization. As his daughter Florence said, quote, he formed a mental picture end quote, in his head, and then, quote, work toward the realization of the vision, end quote. Wow, amazing. Then it goes on, the law of attraction and personal success. Napoleon Hill wrote the first million copy bestseller on the subject of the law of attraction, the book titled Think and Grow Rich. Oh, I remember that. I read that many, many years ago. And that came out in 1937, in which he discusses the importance of controlling your thoughts in order to achieve success. The book is today considered a classic in the self-development space. Hill is one of the earliest producers of the personal success literature of the modern age who examined the power and the role that the personal beliefs play in personal success. He is one of the main influences of the famous movie, The Secret. The movie even starts in a way that is similar to the beginning of his best-selling book. He mentions a secret to success, although he never named the law of attraction directly. And in the middle of the 20th century, the American self-help author, Yul Stanley Anderson, placed the cornerstone for the present interpretations of the law of attraction with his book, Three Magic Words. And in 1954, it was later renamed to The Key to Power and Personal Peace. The three magic words are, you are God. And he explains that the thought is the only mover in all creation, that God is actually the universal subconscious mind, which creates for you exactly what you think, and that you can learn how to control your thoughts and become your own God. Well, that's interesting. Very interesting. And then it goes on, in modern times, there have been many successful authors, many of which are featured in the 2006 movie, The Secret, which is a documentary that explains the law of attraction through the interviews with the professionals and authors in very different fields from quantum physics and medicine to psychology, metaphysics, philosophy, and personal development. Rhonda Byrne, the author of The Secret and the producer of the movie, she discovered the law of attraction in 2004, and then she started to research and to trace it through the centuries. The journey and what she has learned on it are the basics for the book and the movie. Her philosophy is that believing will allow you to achieve your wishes and dreams, and apparently it has worked well for her. That's for sure. That was a huge success. And then it just goes on to say that the movie led to increased media coverage with Oprah Winfrey blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that was definitely one of the more recent huge successes about the law of attraction. And of course, Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks, who uh, Esther Hicks channels Abraham. And if you haven't heard her channel Abraham, I highly recommend go on YouTube and just do a search for Esther Hicks. And you're going to find out some very good law of attraction information. 
as well as all the books that she wrote. It goes on to talk about more authors of the day. I mean, I also wrote a few books about the law of attraction. So I'm part of keeping it all going. And I always like when other people write books about it because as years go on, future generations will find them hopefully and they'll resonate with it and learn how to work with it. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting article about the history. I've also read uh, different quotes from the Roman Empire and philosophers that also mention, you know, what you think you become. And it's just very interesting. So I hope that gives you some idea about the history of the law of attraction, which I think is important to know since we're all into it. It's kind of funny to me because sometimes when I get a coaching call from somebody who's more new about hearing about the law of attraction, they think it's a new concept. And I have to uh, let them know, nope, <laughs> nobody in this day has uh, discovered it really for themselves in the sense of coining it the law of attraction that's uh, been around for a long, long time. And just be thankful that you found out about it now. And now I'm going to continue with an article from the book, My Favorite Law of Attraction Articles. And this is Article 12. And here it goes. Someone contacted me about the law of attraction, life coaching, because he wanted to attract a relationship. During the conversation, he said, a while ago, I already tried the law of attraction thing. End quote. From this statement, it made me realize that however he found out about it, he didn't get it at all. There's no such thing as trying the law of attraction thing because that makes it seem like it's something temporary that you try and then move on to something else. That's the furthest from the truth. The law of attraction is always responding to your energy or vibration. Not just when you're thinking about it, not just when you're working with it, but always, always, always. After hearing that, it made me wonder how many people who have heard about the law of attraction got into it in some way, and then when something didn't manifest for them in a day or a week, they decided they tried it, but it doesn't work. I wish I could find each and every one of them and explain to them that as long as they're alive, the law of attraction is responding to you, giving you more of what you're thinking about. And it's no surprise that the person I was talking to hasn't manifested a relationship. He's walking around thinking about why he hasn't met someone instead of using the processes I teach my clients to help them focus on what they want in a way that offers very little resistance so they can be in the receiving mode of what they want. Lucky for him, now he's just starting to really learn how the law of attraction works. So as long as he practices what he's learning, things will surely improve for him. I'm happy for him that he's doing this type of coaching and I can't wait to hear that he's met someone special. Update, since he's been focusing on what he wants in a relationship by using the processes he learned, he's already attracted several dates and hopes to get serious with one of them in particular. Now that article I wrote from my own experience because I did get a call from someone and then they literally said to me, you know, I tried the law of attraction thing I work with a coach to try to attract a relationship and it didn't work in a few weeks. So I figured it's, does, it just doesn't work. So I don't know who the coach was that taught him that. But once I explained to him, look, the law of attraction is always responding to you. And just because you didn't manifest a relationship in a few weeks 
does not mean that you're not being lined up to meet somebody. And of course, as we talked more, I discovered he had a lot of misinformation about the law of attraction, and he didn't realize how much he has to practice focusing in thinking about what he wants instead of how hard it is to meet somebody and why is it taking so long. But through coaching, through the ideas we talked about, and through the processes he learned, he really started doing the real work. And within two or three weeks, he started dating more successfully and dating people that were more relationship material instead of just, you know, fly-by-night type dates or one-night stands or whatever it was. Uh, so that was really really good news. I loved hearing that. But I, again, I wasn't surprised because he started really raising his vibration about relationships. So of course, things have to turn around. And I was very happy for him. And we have time for one more article. This is article 13, Abundance and the Law of Attraction. Abundance in different areas of your life is a wonderful thing. An abundance of money, an abundance of love, an abundance of joy, etc. Do you want a more abundant life? If so, then there must be a reason why you're not attracting the kind of abundance you want. It could be you're hanging out in thoughts about how much you don't have of something. It's very common for people to do that. They're very rehearsed at thinking to themselves and complaining to their friends about something like, I never have enough money to do what I want. It's so hard to meet someone special. That might sound familiar to you, and regardless of if it's about money or finding a relationship or anything else, you have to be very mindful of where your thoughts are. If you're not abundant in an area or two, that's why. Because you're spending too much time thinking about how much you don't have something and all the reasons why. After reading this, think about what areas in your life you'd like to be more abundant in and ask yourself how you've been thinking about it. If you find that you've been thinking more about how much you don't have something, try turning those thoughts around. Do your best to practice thinking thoughts about how wonderful it would be to have something and how that would make you feel to have it. It just takes time and practice. And once you get used to thinking more about what you do want, it will start to manifest for you. Dare to give it a try and see what happens. Yes, I love that article too. That's that's another reminder about we're too focused on what is because it's easy to be focused on what is because that's what we're experiencing. But if what is isn't what we want, then we have to force ourselves to focus on what we want more than what, what's on what is because when we focus on what we want in a way that we keep a high vibration about it where it feels good to us and we don't care about when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, then it has to manifest for us. And I love, I love when I tell people, you can't keep focusing on what is and expect what you want to manifest. If you focus on what you want, on what you want, on what you want, then eventually what you want will become your what is. And that's what I wish for myself and everybody else, that we can get used to focusing more on what we want so that we can attract it to ourselves because that makes us feel good and makes us happy. So why not? So thanks again for listening. I hope this information was helpful to you in some way. And re-listen to this podcast too because 
I talked a lot of I talked about a lot of different ideas, and they really are helpful and they really work. But you have to practice them in your own life in order to see the results. You know, you you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And the same holds true for the law of attraction and learning how to work with it, so it works in your favor. You can know about it, but you have to actually practice and focus on what you want and keep yourself at a raised vibration. So I hope this helped you. If you're interested in law of attraction coaching, you can contact me through my website, lifecoachdavid.com, or you can just email me, david at lifecoachdavid.com. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer uh, on the podcast, you can email me the question as well. And in the subject line, please just put question for podcast. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful high vibration rest of your day.